Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm seriously going to be so lost when the footy season's over. We have half a week off here in the NRL and I don't know what to do with myself during the day, but here we are. We have a video here going around, we're going to be talking about really the, the cash outs that we're going to be talking about for round 17 and the strategy going forward. So we can talk about this now. We aren't going to be sure of what's going to be happening in round 17. You know, we've got team lists coming up next week for round 16 and you know, another week until we're going to find out who those cash outs are going to be, for example. So we're just going to speculate at the moment. We definitely know, well, pretty close, who the guys are going to be out for Origin in round 17 and, and what we might have to do with those guys. You know, We've spoken about numbers before. Round 17 could be anywhere between 8 and 12, I'd say, would be a decent number for you because you don't want to sabotage what you've created and what you've built in your team over the whole season just for one round. And what I mean by that is, we need to be getting as many guns in our team as possible. And if you're getting a really strong team for round 17, you are trading out a lot of those guns that you're going to want in 18, 19, 20, and you know, rounding out the rest of the season. So a lot of the importance in round 17 is going to be getting a few cash outs. And my suggestion here is going to be getting close to three, two to three, at least in that point. And if you haven't by round 17, then getting him at 18 or 19, because there might be one that plays in round 18, you know, covering for someone who's backing up in origin, you know, it could be we've got here the eight teams that are playing in round seventeen, but it could be someone who's playing in in round eighteen as well. Obviously, you've got all the teams playing by that point, and you know, a guy might not back up from origin. We get that cheapy two twenty two forty k guy that we can plug into our team. So our overall team at the finish line, we're going to be wanting eighteen guns or close to it. If you've got an awesome team value, you're going you're going to be having eighteen really good gun players. 
If you team value isn't incredible, you might have 16 guns and then a 17th and 18th who might be like a 550k guy, hopefully, who's you know been scoring pretty well. You know, we've seen what Adam Elliott's done. He might end up being a, a keeper, but he's someone who we've purchased in the 450 range and has come on and did pretty well. It might be a Raymond for Tyler Mariner, for example, in your team, if you wanted to just give an example right now. So that's the theory here. And any trades you're making from here on in needs to be a cash out, most likely, because there's not going to be many cash cows heading into the last sort of eight to nine rounds of the season. You know, very much unlikely, unless there's a bunch of big injuries in a team and that they're going to blood a young fella who's super talented. It's going to be mainly cash out. So the cash out's what we mean, guys, exactly, is some of those 220, 240, anything really under about that 280 mark, so you're not spending too much cash, that you could plug in here. They end up getting, getting used as a potential loop guy. Well, if you've got three, you ain't definitely going to be able to use one as a loop when you're 18th man. Uh, you can have him as, a, as a, you know, a looping player. For example, three there allows you to get as many guns as possible, right? At the moment, a lot of teams probably have at least one. You've got the Violets, you've got you know, Moale. Uh, who else you got? We'll call Jason Sarban. <laughs> there's a few guys that aren't playing right now. Schiller, there's another one that a few people have. For example... And they're kind of guys that we are going to want at the back end of the season anyway. So if you're still holding on to one of them now, maybe even two, then that's okay. You're going to want to try and get the third come round 17. And then any trades other than the cash out is going to be for a gun. Okay, that's the clear way to think about it. Because if you're bringing in a mid-range guy who, okay, he's going to make 100K, he's going to score all right for you in like the 40 range, and you don't see them as being a playing player in your final 17, 18, 19, then it's a waste of trade because you're going to be bringing them in and then they're going to sit there and you know, you're wanting three cash outs anyway, three cheap guys, so you can spend the money elsewhere. And that person, you're going to have to trade out or they're sitting there at an awkward price and an awkward score, which you're not going to play uh, and you're going to have to trade them out. And if you don't have many trades left, it seems like a waste. If you've got 18 really good players and you happen to have a mul- multitude of injuries, the goal then is you're using that last four trades that we're given or whatever you've got left as a straight swap for another gun. Most of them are going to be around that 700k mark. You might have a few in 800, 900s. Obviously, you've got Cleary and those guys. But that's general. That's the general theory of what we want to be doing heading into the back end of the season. So if we're going to talk about the eight teams that we have available playing, anywhere I've got the dots here, I just don't see that we've got anyone that's going to be out or anyone of note that we can potentially bring in as a cash out. So with the Eels, for example, they're playing in round 17. Ryan Madison's lost his spot in the origin. So really, that's their only guy that uh, would be in that squad. You know, Regan Campbell-Gillard's the other one, but with both of them losing their spot in the in the squad in round two, very unlikely they're going to get it back, I think, anyway. You know, for, for Madison to play his first game and then get dropped, I feel is a bit of an odd one. So I don't see him getting a spot back or RCG in that one there. So the Eels are pretty much going to be full strength for round 17. There might be, you know, an injury or something that comes up and we might be at around 18 cash out, but I think Eels are going to ride off the table. Storm, we got Munster and Grant as two guys that are going to be out in round 17 when they play. Awesome. Well, not good if you have them, but awesome for this. We might potentially get a bench forward or a half. You know, guys like Cooper Johns has, has been you know, thrown up before. They've got, you know, the, only main, the main issue I see is we have Pap coming back, and he's going to be one of the guns that we'll speak about. So myself and Scoop from the, uh, from the Discord there are going to do a big deep dive together on you know the best potential final 17, 18 that you should be bringing into your squad. So if you've got any questions around guns, which guns should I select in different positions, that will be answered. I believe I'm going to do that video on Sunday. So I look forward to that. And I hope you guys too. And, and hopefully, you know, if all goes well, if you guys enjoy that type of content, we'll keep that going on a regular basis if we can find some time. 
uh, together to do that, which will be really, really cool. Um, yeah, I've wanted for a little while now to have someone to, to do a podcast, to do a video with. And uh, if you've been following on the Discord, Scoop's done a, a, an awesome awesome video last week uh, to go along with his normal deep dives in in the uh, in written format. So it'd be cool to, to get on there together and, and have a crack at that one. But anyway, this video is mainly about those cash outs. Storm, we've got Munster Grant, potentially a bench forward or a half. We don't know yet. Who knows in this point, you know, in round 17, 18, it's probably a good idea for them to give a younger guy a crack in that type of game when they might be able to get a few extra minutes and, and, and see some decent game time, whereas a lot of time they might come on and get the 10 minutes or something like that. So definitely potential there. In terms of the Sharks, we've got Talakai and most likely Hines out. You know, the Hines being 18th man is actually really frustrating. We're probably going to lose him in round, eight, uh, round 17, which is annoying, but we'll be fine for 18. If Talakai keeps his spot... We're probably just going to see Connor Tracy come back in, to be honest with you. You're him and him and Ramian. So we're not going to have anyone as a cash out. And then if Hines is out, you've probably got Braden Trindle, to be honest, uh, as a potential guy. Yeah, Metcalf's there, but I don't see him getting an opportunity, unfortunately. In the Rabbitoh side of things, we've got Murray, we've got Cook, we've got Arrow. Who should be getting their chance? For Cook, we should see uh, Mamazellis, Pete, Pete there, but he's at an awkward price around the 380 mark. So not really a cash out. He's going to come in and score well, but I wouldn't be bringing in someone at that price. Murray and Arrow, we probably see David Wiley come back onto the bench, you know, play his 15, 20 minutes. So you could use him as a guy, as a cash out at 220 and, you know, not really going to play for the rest of the season. And yeah, so you pick up that 15 points, 220K, and that's fine. And then we should have someone in the starting side in that back row. Murray's 13, Arrow's 12. We don't have Jacob Host to come in. You look at the bench, there's Silva Havili, there's uh, Mark Nichols, there's these type of middle forwards. So one of them will, will take the 13 role, might be Havili, for example. And we potentially could have a starter in the back row. But if not, one of those bench guys will go to starter and then we should be probably another bench forward. So that's my theory on the Bunnies. Tigers, really got no one that's going to be uh, playing in origin. So I don't see any spots opening up for cash outs. And what you're seeing here is there's probably not a, gra- a great deal of options. So guys like Davy, you'll probably be gold you know, for, as an only cash out there. So if you already have him, it makes it easy. If you have one of the other two guys, then... Yeah, also probably makes it pretty easy just to not trade too much in that in that section and try to bring a gun or two out of these type of sides, but we'll speak about that. Broncos have a few. They've got Cobo, Haas, Carrigan, and also Kate Well. So in this one here, you probably see Pereira come into the to the wing. Haas, Carrigan, obviously two middles and an edge with, with Cape Well. We should probably see at least a bench forward, potentially a fresh starter. Uh, we do have Jordan Ricky there and a few other guys like that, but I definitely say we should see a cheapy bench forward, even though they have a lot. That is three guys in that in that back, what, five out. Yeah, that's right. No, six. Yeah, no, five. <laughs> got it. Um, counting the hooker in there. We're, they've got two of them with Walters and Turpin. So, yeah, definitely at least one bench forward. So I'm, I'm seeing potentially two to three guys that are available in, as cash outs in round 17. And I think the majority of us, if that comes up the way it is, two or three, majority of us will pick them up, yeah, at least two of them to potentially go along with one of the other guys we have, and that could be helpful. We we spoke about Mr. Peoples in, in previous ones. He could be potentially that guy that comes in. He's a 305, though, so if you haven't got him now, it's probably an awkward one. If you do own him, then he could potentially get a crack, especially if Arrow plays. I think he can come back and get another opportunity because I don't think he played terrible to lose his spot uh, there at all. And then you've got Dragons. You've got Benny Hunt, but probably a Jaden Sullivan or, or something like that that will come in for him, so not a cash-out. Knights have got Ponga, but they've got Tex Hoy as a, as a very easy uh, bring-in, for example. But that's just my general thoughts around cash-outs, guys. Just have a think about that over the next few weeks. When you're trading, you want to bring in a cash-out, so a 220, 240 type of player, and you're looking at guns. So there are your two options, downgrading, upgrading. 
to get somewhere between eight to 11 players and then trading pretty heavy 18, 19, 20 to get close to your gun squad and then ride that out for the rest of the season. If you are new here, guys, subscribe, like this channel. I appreciate you so, so much. And we'll get cracking into a lovely weekend. I hope you all enjoy the, the, the culture, the festivities over the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll catch you in the next few videos, guys. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.